guys. Unfortunately, we got sad music tonight because the Phoenix Suns just were not able to take care of business against the Houston Rockets. They fall 118 to 109. And it's a quick turnaround because they got to get back in action tomorrow night. Unfortunately, couldn't put this one away like we all had hoped in the pregame show. Initial reactions? <laughs> uh, you just got to kind of laugh from stopping yourself from crying. You know? <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I, I'll say this about this team, man. Um, they have their ups and downs. Sometimes they play down to inferior competition. Sometimes they get outworked like it felt like they did tonight. And they just do not have the luxury. And tonight proves it again. They don't have the luxury to rely on when the big three come back. Because mm -hmm. it feels like when one comes back, another one leaves. And then tonight, two of them ended up going out. One for, you know, obviously an ejection. But, oh, my God, this was... This is just a tough game to watch. Yeah. It really was. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was ugly from the beginning. Uh, they had no business being down 20 in the first quarter. And then they got to fight their way back the whole game. And then you lose Nurkic in the second quarter with possibly a concussion. Brad Beal decides. He did neck spasms, which was weird. They said neck. I, yeah, that's very weird. I've actually never had a neck spasm, but it probably yeah. hurts like hell. But, um, yeah, you, you lose Nurk early. Check number one. <laughs> Brad Beal decides he wants to mush <laughs> Jalen Green in, in the head. That's exactly what it was. Too. And <laughs> mush. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of funny, though. Straight mush him. He's out the game. No Brad Bill for the second half. <coughs> Devin Booker sprains his ankle. Now we now we wait and see what that looks like. Initially, it didn't look good. And so now you got the OKC Thunder tomorrow, possibly with three to three of your five starters out. Yeah. Not a not a good night in Phoenix. I mean, the loss. We could have sat here all night and talked about the loss and and how they have to play better and they have to take advantage of these situations. But I said at pregame, I said, I didn't care about the the outcome. I just wanted the game, you know, get the game over with and come out clean. And they didn't, they didn't do that today. So yeah, this is a, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I think the way that I feel about this is I don't know who created this meme, but it hit the nail on the head and it's got Katie up top and it says it's so over. And then it's we're back because Katie and Book are playing. And then it's we're so back because all three of them, Book, Katie, and Beal are playing. And then it's over because it's just Book and Beal. And then it's just KD and it's over again. Like it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. And it's yeah. exhausting. I, I, the, the other thing that bothers me about this game is that you know what this Houston Rockets team is all about. They've they punched you in the mouth two games in a row. You won one of them, but you lost the other. Um, they're they're trying to get up in your head. They're younger. Um, they're a little quicker than you. Uh, they're not a better team, but they played like they had something to play for, mm -hmm. you know. And listen, they only got like twenty games left in their season, so you know there's something to be said about that. But still, you knew what they were about coming into this game, and you knew they were going to continue to talk shit. They were going to continue to play physical, and they were going to continue to to try and 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 beat you 
And man, the the Suns just did not respond very well at all in the first quarter. Then they battled and battled and battled. It was like they were trying to go up this mountain against an avalanche the whole game. And and just when it looked like, hey, they're going to figure this out, they cut it to one. Turnover, 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 turnover. Wide open three, wide open three, wide open three, wide open three, wide open three. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Like Jesus Christ, man. Like what yeah. are we? How? When, when are we going to learn the lessons? When are we going to stop being careless with the ball? When are we going to stop just watching dudes shoot threes right in front of your face when you're like right next to them? Like I'm. That's the stuff that that's I'm just so frustrated about. The most frustrating part of this is that they'll battle and they'll get it within three. And then they'll just be like, okay, we're good. Let's take our foot off the gas. We're close again. Mm. Wide open three, like you said. Careless turnover, like you said. That's the most frustrating part about this whole thing is it's like, you're more than capable. We see it. So why do you just stop? Why do you just kind of ease up when you feel like you can? Because obviously you can't. We've seen it. So stop acting like you can. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it... Turnovers were a problem today. Um, again, I can't for the life of me understand why this basketball team can't get enough three-point shots up. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know the numbers are 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 five and one, six and one when they shoot forty threes. They shot twenty nine tonight. Like that was another thing I talked about in the pregame. You asked what the key to the game was. I said shoot forty threes. You can't shoot 29 threes. The Rockets are going to shoot 40. They're going to put them up. In this NBA, you just can't compete when you're allowing a team to take 10 more threes than you on on any given night. Like, it's just not. And then you add to that turnovers. If you're going to not shoot the three ball and turn the ball over, yeah, I mean, you're not going to win many basketball games. So... It's just disappointing. And again, uh, I'm going to stress this, the... The injury part of this is what I'm really uh, frustrated with <laughs> and, and I'm worried about. Yeah. The game I, I, is, it, you know, they lost the game. That's frustrating. But to end the game and then add insult to injury with literal injuries, yeah, that's that's We'll a dive tough into one. the injury thing here in just a little bit, but you brought up the threes and a few other things. Let's go ahead and look at the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Yes, oh, go. Take my medicine. <laughs> yeah, so we got a 118-109 Rockets win. Uh, again, three-point three, three point line. They put up 42. We put up 29. Uh, they made 16. We made nine. Uh, it's hard to win in the NBA doing that. Uh, turnovers 19 to 13. Again, if you're not going to shoot the three ball, you better not turn the ball over. Uh, fast break points, they got demolished uh, 28 to 10. And again, that's because of turnovers. And then 13 steals. Again, turnovers. Like you don't get 13 steals unless <laughs> you turn the ball over. So, yeah, it's just they, they got beat in every category that you can't get beat in. Like that's, yeah, that's that's just an ass whooping. Um, that's that's what, it, that's what it looks like. It is an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. I will say this about that last, the steals. Um, when Kevin Durant and Devin Booker combined for 11 turnovers. Yeah, 11, 5 and KD 6. KD for 6, yep. Book for 5. That is just piss poor. Yeah. That is just piss poor. You can't turn the ball over between two guys 11 times. 11 mm-hmm. times. Like, 
college teams don't even turn the ball over 11 times in a game. Like, this has been a common theme all season long. Turnovers, 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 turnovers. Not only just by KD and Book, obviously. It's not every game. But, oh, my goodness. It's just sloppy. And tonight was just another example of that. Like, careless turnovers. Things that were controllable. uh, Bad passes. Uh, dribbling in front of yourself right in front of two defenders and they just take the ball from you. Like these are the things that, that have got to stop. They got to stop. They got to clean it up. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I get it. Listen, before in pregame, I sat here and I said, man, I just am not enthusiastic about watching this game. Right. And, um, and you, and you hope that the players don't feel that way too, but they you know, do. listen there it's human nature. But what I will say is this, the Phoenix Suns, because of their injury predicament and the frequency by which those injuries come, are not really in a position to take teams lightly and not take advantage of them. They're just not at this point. You got 22 games left. You don't know how long, if 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 at all, Booker's going to be out. So, okay, subtract what, two or three, four, five games? You know what I mean? And then who knows if Brad gets hurt again or KD or whoever else. You don't know when Nurk's coming back. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you got to take advantage when your whole team is 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 in its whole self. And it, it just – they're just not they, – they, and they haven't. Okay, but beyond that, like, I understand it's the Rockets. We weren't exactly too hype about this game. It happens. NBA players feel the same way sometimes against different opponents. You've seen this team three times now in nine days. It got chippy from the jump. You're not going to be able, like, you just lost to them nine days ago. That's not enough to make you feel like you want to come out and prove a point. You got chippy last game. And you said it started the game before. That's not enough to come out and want to prove a point. Yeah, don't yell at me. Brad Beal got, no, I'm just just saying in general. Brad Beal got (laughs) tossed for some shenanigans on the court. You got a little bit of a weird officiating thing for a minute there. That's not enough to make you want to come out and prove a point? I'm sorry, but I'm not buying that excuse. I understand it happens from time to time. I'm not buying that excuse tonight. On Amari Stoudemire's Ring of Honor night, of all things? Yeah. B.S. Yeah. Not here for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I ain't got nothing to say about that. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to say anything, Flex. What I will tell you, though, is that if you are looking for an adventure that is unlike Suns basketball, one that is just very pleasant all the time, Arizona Lottery is introducing a unique ticket and promotion called Arizona Adventures. There are three ways to play and win big. Play uh, Arizona Adventure Lottery tickets featuring three iconic landscapes, Picacho Peak, Monument Valley, and Camelback Mountain. Now, these tickets have prizes up to $50,000. You can also check in at Geolocated Adventures at 10 destinations across the state, all the way from Flagstaff to Yuma. Or you can enter tickets online for a chance to win a million dollars in cash and Arizona travel prizes. The Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It's also about giving back to the state and its communities. Visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. Uh, the ceiling's not the floor. Nope. Or is it? I don't know. But you can get yourself a nice floor at Empire Flooring. <laughs> uh, thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. Uh, that was listen, good, man. That was Empire, good. With Empire today, uh, listen, they have the best flooring in the game. Uh, they will hook you up 
with $350 off if you use promo code PHNX. Uh, listen, we have floors in our studio. They're fantastic. I think I saw um, uh, Flex take a charge from me the other day and he slid all the way across these beautiful floors because they're so smooth. They're so smooth. <laughs> Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, listen, you can get yourself some Empire Floor by scheduling a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash PHNX for details. And I have one more update for all of you. X-rays are negative on Devin Booker. He has a right ankle sprain. He will be reevaluated day to day. I mean, honestly, that's probably the best news that we could get from this game. So let's talk about a little bit of those injuries here. But you know, can I say one more thing? Sure. Y'all need to stop. With listen. What? All right. L- listen, listen. I like, okay. What I'm not going to do here, and I've never done it, and I never will do it, is be hard on Flex because he's an optimist, and he's and he's not. The world is over every freaking game, right? Like, like, so what? And if he says that the season's not over right now, there he's right. There's still 22 games left. Okay, like you might not agree with it, but we got to stop. We got to stop. I'm gonna defend him because this is bullshit, man. This is absolute bullshit. Like. The guy's like a positive dude. What, you guys hate that? Like, stop. Y'all need to stop. Appreciate that, my bro. It's bullshit, man. Appreciate that. (laughs) I'm the pessimist here, okay? I should know. (laughs) And to defend Flex even more, if you watch a basketball game with him, like, he's he calls out the BS, man. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, man, I'm I'm glad that you just nailed it. X-rays are negative. I mean, I'm, I'm more worried about so the loss hurts you, you want to get the dub but you know there's there's still time to fix a lot of that stuff but injuries man you know when people get hurt it you know it's a serious thing you don't know you, you know you don't know how serious these things are these are real human beings they go out there they put their bodies on the line every night and uh that's my main thing tonight is making sure you know dev's good and, and nurk is good and I, I i misquoted earlier by saying three out of five uh bill's not gonna miss tomorrow for being ejected so he'll play yeah i was yeah, like, wait, yeah. Wait, wait. i was doing that the was, math but i didn't yeah that, that was my bad but uh yeah just a tough overall night in phoenix man it's just this is this is the life of basketball sometimes so uh, they got to get their stuff together though man. again you know like you know you and i have talked you know off camera about, you know, the team's mentality and how they're going about the day-to-day and stuff like that. And, you know, listen, human nature sometimes takes effect when you're just, you know, fuck, if I have to play the Hornets, I'm not getting up for the Hornets. Like, it's just hard, right? But I do feel like now we were at 27 games coming out of the All-Star break. And we had three against the Houston Rockets. You've got to take advantage of those three against the Houston Rockets because the the schedule now, you have six of the next eight games that are against top three teams in the Eastern or Western Conference. It is not getting any easier for you. So you had to take advantage of those um, uh, yeah. of those teams. And so you don't have the luxury right now as you sit to just chill and just kind of take it as you wish and kind of f- go through the motions. You can't do that. N- not anymore. And I hope this is a wake up call for this team. I know it sounds weird to say wake up call with 22 games left, but maybe it is like you, you got a ball out now. Yeah. You got OKC tomorrow. We're about to find out, you know what? And I have a weird suspicion that the Suns will bounce back and they'll win tomorrow night because that's just how they are. Like, they'll lose against the Rockets and then they'll turn around and beat the OKC Thunder without Devin Booker. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But 
Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not. You're not. That's that's. And then we'll find out. That's 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 probably what's gonna happen. Oh my and goodness, this team. The the crazy thing is, is that uh, like you said, you know, you know the schedule. You got OKC, then you got Denver on Tuesday. Um, those two games you lose to the Rockets were two big opportunities. Oh yeah. Uh, to really give yourself some separation behind and 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 start to creep up. And now you put yourself in a really tough spot. Now, now there's really no wiggle room. You got to win those games now. You lose the OKC and you lose to Denver. Now you're right back to where you were a week ago. So hey. this is going to get interesting, man. Um, I, I, I t- when I talk basketball, I talk basketball based on what, I, what I'm seeing from the team that's on the floor. We don't even know what, what we're going to see tomorrow. So I, tomorrow now is completely up in there. I mean, tomorrow and Tuesday. How long are you going to be without Nurk? We haven't won a basketball game this year without Nurk. Mm. We are 0 and 5 without Nurk. 0 and 6 now. 0 and 6. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty bad. So, yeah, not having Nurk and Book tomorrow is going to hurt. Yeah. Mm. I, the Nurk thing is kind of an interesting one. I think the worst part about the injuries from tonight's game is that it was all friendly, friendly fire. fire. Yeah. Like, that's what sucks the most. Like, I get it. Like, they're all accidents. Nobody did anything on purpose or with intent. But, like, Josh Okoge hitting Yusuf Nurkic in the face and having this neck issue going on or maybe a concussion. Who knows? He did. Obviously, it it affected him greatly. He didn't come back into the game. And he laid on the ground for, like, a minute through a whole possession. And you know Nurk's not doing that if it's not something serious. Yeah. And then... Devin Booker stepping on, was it Royce, Royce O'Neal's, O'Neal's ankle? Yeah, Royce O'Neal, yeah. And then apparently Royce O'Neal, Royce I don't know if it was that exact too, same yeah. play, yeah. his ankle got a little bit tweaked as well. Mm-hmm. He didn't get x-rays. They're not as concerned um, about his ankle in that situation. But still, a little bit of a tweak there and some soreness, I'm sure, tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm just saying. That's the worst part. I'm just saying. If I'm out there on the court with Josh Okoge... <laughs> I am fearing for my life. <laughs> my man cannot stop hurting his own oh, teammates. No. <laughs> He's taking out three dudes. I this know, year. man. He's an assassin. Yeah, I mean, he took three dudes out. In the I worst mean, way. My goodness. The yeah. only thing he's not afraid to attack is his own teammates, uh, man. Oh, I thought you were going to say the rim. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. He is afraid to attack. <laughs> okay, so they're calling it a neck sprain now for Yusuf. Oh, no, that's not good. A neck sprain. That's is not what good. That is not no. good. That is not good. I would have rather heard concussion. Same. I think I got a neck sprain from watching this game. That's kind of an interesting one. No, that's it. And and that's that's not something you mess with either. That's not something you neck, mess you with. Don't no. Play with I that. mean, I've listen, you have your spine and you have your cervical spine. Cervical spine is what you it affects your neck. And when because I've had back problems, I've had some neck issues in my cervical spine and ne- neck sprains. Oh boy. That's that's something to think about. You you might need an MRI for a neck sprain because you're dealing with a little disc in your neck, and what you would hope is that it wasn't something that he jammed a disc or. So yeah, I'd have rather hurt concussions. So yeah, tonight's a rough night in the valley, man. I mean, damn the loss. You can make up losses, but you you can't make up talent when players get hurt like that. Man, you can't even go out and get a drink right now because you got to focus up for tomorrow already. I know, right? And it sucks for these guys. Yeah. It does. But, <laughs> Tough night. You know. I would have been hitting the fucking drink tonight for sure. <laughs> Tough night. Damn, oh, we just lost goodness. these bums. How are you guys feeling about tomorrow? Knowing that the likelihood of Devin and Nurk playing is pretty slim. You might get EG back. 
<laughs> I love I love it, Lens. Yeah, I'm not. I love. I mean, you might. You, we, we, I, I tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Who's the optimist now? <laughs> I tell you what. All, all, real, jo- all jokes aside, if they will be impatient, no. If they will be impatient, there's no more patience. His his ass better be out there tonight, because I mean, we we running kind of slim right now. <laughs> I mean, you killed you killed me, Lindsay. I didn't mean it like that. I mean, <laughs> it was just, you know. We lost a all NBA performer. Oh, but EG's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be. It can't this, hurt. It could help. I got a question. I mean, I don't know. My mind's all over the place right now. Have we had a a, a stint where Book was out and KD and Bill played together? I, I don't think. think I think we yes, have. I we think have? we have. I think we have. So. Yeah, I think we've had like one or two games. Like, KD oh yeah, Beal? yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the season, um, uh, Beal and KD played together, okay. and Book was out. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. I got to go back and look at how they played in those because that's that's probably what we're gonna get over the next three to five games. Is gonna be a lot of Beal and KD, and they got to hold it down. But man, hey, listen, yeah. uh, Beal is gonna have to. He's gonna have to ball. Yeah, he's gonna have to ball right now. Like you don't. We need Washington, you, Brad Beal now, bro. We need like <laughs> three years ago, Brad Beal when he was averaging thirty. Yeah, like you, we need that guy back right now. Yeah, I hope so. I hope we get him. He has yeah. it in him still. He's yeah. still got the juice. So it's not like he's lost a step or anything like that. That that's that's the thir- first thing that would cause concern for me is like if it looked like he was just slower than he used to be. But no, he still looks like he's as explosive as he ever was. It's just yeah. staying on the court. And the other positive is that he only played twenty minutes tonight. Oh yeah, so he, he should himself. have a little bit more. Pep in his step for tomorrow yeah. because he didn't have to carry such a heavy load today. Yeah, he in should. the beginning of this back to back. I think we have a super chat. Somebody was asking about the kerfuffle um that happened with Bradley Beal. If we can maybe look for that super chat. I think it's gonna be down a little bit. Keep going. All right. You don't see it? No. Well, there is one. We'll get to it at some point in time. Um, but they were asking kind of what happened within that situation with Bradley Beal and why he got, um, the two texts and got tossed. Um, and it was because he, he, I think they were saying he initiated it. There is a rumor. Did we find it? I told you it's from Bobby Cox. Thank you, Bobby. They said, hello, Lindsay saw and flex. What exactly did Beal do to green to get ejected? If he did something small, then it's pathetic. Really roughs. Really? So everyone on the internet was saying that initially he hit him in the head with the ball before he made the inbound pass. Oh, he did. Uh, he and did. so that's what started the, the whole street. thing. He started it with that. And then obviously Green kind of reacted and to then that. Beal shoved him in the face Got sort you. of a thing. And so I think the initiation and then the reaction to the reaction mm. is probably what um, equaled the double tech there for... Bradley Beal. That's my one of my favorite um, fights of all time was uh, Dr. J pushing the ball into Bird's face, oh, yeah. and then they went after it. I kind of wish I saw something like that tonight. I mean, like stop with the chest bumps, yeah. and the pushes. Like just throw down already. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see. Like if there was ever a time to throw down, it would have been against the Houston Rockets in this in this two game set because they yeah. were just being a bunch of. Just irritants. Here's my thing. If you're going to get kicked out, get kicked out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, get kicked out, I mean, man. listen, I'm going to be honest. I think Beal probably should have been ejected for all of that when you yeah. put it all into when you the whole soft. picture. Right. That's soft. Uh, what I will say is, is soft is 
you get the tech on who was it? Royce, Royce O'Neal. Hits the three and he's like, yes. That I feel like was a soft tech because soft. Green was waving bye bye to Bradley Beal mm-hmm. and that yeah. was okay. Oh, that was cool. It was a little bit like, okay. Yeah. I now agree. you're overcorrecting here a little bit. I agree. That one I will say I was agree. soft. Um, all right. But going back to the injuries, we do have some sound from Frank Vogel on what he shared after the game. Uh, X rays negative, sprained right ankle, I believe. Um, we'll see how he responds overnight. Sprained ankle also, did not get X rayed. Um, less, uh, less of a concern. Two different acts for two different technicals. You know, uh, one hit, you know, using uh, whatever, using the ball to hit uh, Jalen in the face or in the head. And then after that action, um, you know, the elbow or push, whatever that was, was a second tech. But I mean, he got fouled. They fouled the hell out of him going to the basket. I mean, that's no excuse for Brad to do that. But, you know, to call the first foul, all that stuff doesn't happen. Uh, Nerd's got a neck sprain. And, um, uh, I know he did get evaluated for concussion, um, but just the next spring. I love how he was so matter of fact, like, yep, he got two, de- two texts for two different acts. One when he bloop, green on the head. <laughs> just yeah. so, it is so it like, is. Listen, the, monotone. I will, I will defend Brad a little bit. I think it's funny. I will defend Brad a little bit in the sense that, uh, Brad's just, a, he's a good dude and he doesn't have a history of acting out of, out of character like that. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that in a basketball game, I, coach said he was frustrated with a foul, but I'm sure there was a lot of other mouthing off and stuff oh, going on. A million percent. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Green was being a dick. He was. He was, he was being a jerk out there the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he's yapping and the him, whole game. And him saying bye-bye is just proving that. Yeah. Right? He's chirping the whole game and the refs don't do anything about him. And so, yeah, Bradley Beal takes it to the hole. He feels like he gets fouled. Green's probably talking to him right there and getting right like, there, yeah, yeah, stop being soft and stuff like that. And he's like, all right, dude, that's en- it. Enough's enough, Boop. yeah. Which, again, back to my initial point early in the show, that's not enough of a reason for you to show up to this game and feel some type of way and really want to get a win? To be fair. They literally were talking Brad, shit to, to your be face. Fair, to be yeah, fair, Brad, Brad wasn't, wasn't a part, part of those, those last games. two games. Okay, but yeah. they're literally just talking shit just, to your face. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't I'm care if you saying. were a part of uh, the last thing, game or not. You were there. You saw it happen. An, another thing I will say that Saul brought up, that was a great point when we were watching the game. And again, it's, we ain't making no excuses, man. Rockets beat our ass tonight. Yep. And now I'm worried about the health of the basketball team. But uh, you made a great point. The Rockets got nothing to lose. You're playing three out of four games versus a Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. team that's got all this expectation. And, you know, for lack of better words, when, when teams come play Phoenix because of the star power, this is their Super Bowls. When you're a bad team and you're playing a team with that much star power, you know people are watching. Rockets got nothing to lose. They're out there just playing free and, and they can be aggressive and – they're 12th in the West or whatever they are. So they can go out and do some extra things that maybe the Suns can't do. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they're they're playing these games that mean more. And so they fell into the trap. Suns fell into the trap. And kudos to the Rockets. I mean, they listen, they they did they did the, they did what their coach told them to do. They're a scrappy team. Mm-hmm. They're coached by a guy that literally, literally this season. 
excuse my language, but we 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 say stuff like this on the show. He literally told LeBron, "Stop being a bitch," to his face on the sideline. And, and they almost fought. And they almost fought. So this team takes on the identity of their coach, yeah. and their coach says, "Go in there and make this muddy as hell, be scrappy, scrappy as hell." Get under their skin, and maybe that's the best way we can win a basketball game. And that's what they did. That's it, what they it did tonight. Yeah. And listen, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that this is something to feel good about. But I will say that the Rockets are not a great matchup for the Suns. They aren't. They are. They are. They're feisty. They're scrappy. And the Suns right now are just not in a position to want to match that feistiness for whatever reason. I'm just, yeah. I don't understand it, but it is what it is. And yeah. so as you move forward, you understand you got some really, really tough teams. And we're going to find out what this Suns team is really all about. You got six out of the next eight. Let's see what it is. Yeah. If we come back from this six out of eight stretch and we are five and three, six and two, you feel probably pretty good. If we are three and five or two and six, you're probably not. Shelbon sent us a super chat and they said, green push Beal first before ball tap. Trash talk, too. I'm not saying oh, that yeah. it hadn't started earlier in the game. I absolutely believe that it started earlier in the game because I don't think Brad Beal just does this out of nowhere. No. Or after even just one conversation yeah. on the court. So yeah. I think it probably started from the jump. All right. A couple more super chats here. We'll go all the way back up to the top. First one is from Don Davies. Thank you. They said that AZ Sports Curse has been in its bag this season. It took everything in my power not to throw something at the TV when I saw Book on the ground. Gordon Beaver with a 499 Super Chat. Book possibly out for a significant portion of the toughest stretch of the season. Maybe we, hashtag not good. I mean, I'm not not concerned. Yeah, you definitely have to be concerned. Yeah, for sure. You, you have to be concerned. And again, injuries, when, when you have significant injuries to people that you rely on every night. And again, today is... Today is it's a little more frustrating because it's not singular. Mm -hmm. We're talking multiple and you're talking two injuries that still, we still need to know how severe they are just because x-rays are negative on an ankle. Just want to be clear. You get an x-ray on the ankle and it's negative. It just means the bone didn't break. There's a lot of other stuff in there that needs to be evaluated. So you're going to need to get MRI. You're going to need to see what type of grade ankle sprain it is. That's Devin's side of it. And then, yeah, neck sprain is scary. Anytime you do. By the way, you know, you know who had a neck sprain. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to scare anybody. Oh shit! No, no, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but I'm gonna keep it real. Wait, let me scare you real quick. <laughs> you know who had a neck sprain? Who? Markeith Morris. When, when Joker pushed him in the back. Oh yeah. Mm, he missed right. the whole year. Oh yeah. That was a neck sprain. Neck sprains are not something to play with. Yeah. Like it's, it's just not. And so forgive me if I don't give two shits about the score right now. I'm, I'm more worried about if these guys are going to be okay after this. Yeah. This will be interesting. Travis sent us one and they said, best part about the game is that it's over. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong, Travis. Don Davis with a 499 Super Chat. Only the Warriors have been through more shit this season than the Suns. This is miserable. Just give us one damn break, basketball gods. Just one. But for real, though. Like, can we just have one? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like it's been. Oh, I don't think so. I have, from I the have, injury side of things, it seems like it's been a lot. I, I I reserve myself for the worst possible outcome during my lifetime. 
I don't love that for us. No, I don't that like was that. the darkest shit I've ever heard of <laughs> my entire life, dude. I don't like that for me either. Uh, Psycho Blue sent us a super chat. Thank you, Psycho Blue. They said basketball gods have said enough is enough. J.O. Klein struck again. And then <laughs> book and Royce for the double whammy of friendly fire. Oh, Snickernoodles, $4.99. That's a good name. Uh, it truly it, it truly baffles me how poorly we take care of the ball. Turnovers lead to less shots, which equals deficits we can't overcome. Yeah, uh, uh, bro, I I I'm so over the turnovers and the I worst so, possible timing I of mean, the turnovers too. We are talking about skip passes across the court when people aren't looking. We're we're throwing you know backdoor cuts to guys that aren't even expecting the ball. They're not even looking at the ball. We're yeah. looking. We're talking about guys that are dribbling in front of other players and they're like, "I dare you to take it." Whoops! Oh. Like it's just it's just a comedy of errors. A comedy of errors. Today, All game long. Today was bad. Oh my god! And, and you know, you know when I knew it was bad. I'm, I'm keep it real. The person on this basketball team that I trust the most is Grayson Allen. As yeah. far as oh, he was as far as either, like yep. just doing the right things. Mm. And I mean, today was a. Tr- and when, when I saw from Grayson in the back of my mind, I'm saying, okay, yeah, this 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 gonna be this Grayson gonna was be a bad. All of six from he deep was, and all of seven from the field. Today. He was. I mean, he, he passed up on the lay, like he had oh, a man. layup stop. But decided to be fair. Yeah. If there's one person that I feel like was due for a game oh, like yeah, this, fine. we yeah, can yeah. absolutely give a yeah. pass to. It's Grayson. I'm not mad at Grayson. He, in my opinion, he's been the most consistent. I know we joke about him always being like two or four points off from whatever parlay. He's in, yeah. Um, but he's still one of the most consistent. I think. Oh, in my I mean, Gary Whedon says it right now. Super Chat one ninety nine. What the fuck is up with Grayson? Yeah, it was. I, just one it was. Game. Just, yeah, it was I, I mean, he didn't play great the game. last game either. I will say that he's had back to back kind of like ugh, games. But yeah, tonight was. It did feel like it was in his head a little bit too much. Like mm-hmm. that layup told me everything. Yeah. When he was yeah. just like ah ah oh. ah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Don sent us another one. They said, we really tampered for Drew Eubanks. F my life. <laughs> this is yeah, true. This just piling up tonight, <laughs> man. Just let we, it all out. Yeah, let it all out. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Actually, go ahead. If you go on tonight's tonight, it, let it let it all out. Alec just started with a 499 Super Chat. Anyone else think this is a coaching issue? With this caliber of players to lose two out of three to the Rockets, to me, that raises questions. Uh, I think everything is on the table. I think everything's on the table. I think it's it's the players' performance was definitely dictating a lot of this. I think there was open shots to be had, um, but I also think you know people are always going to result back resort back to the coaching. Mm-hmm. I don't think tonight was necessarily coaching. I just thought that they just no, played they, sloppy tonight. Yeah. Like you can't Vogel can't stop that. I think yeah. there are points throughout the season though where you could absolutely. What are you going to do? Take out KD to make a point? You can no. take out Book to make a point? No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get Brad Beal back tonight. You got three of the best players on planet Earth, and you go down twenty in the first quarter. That ain't Frank's fault. That's that's their fault. Yeah. They got to come out here and they got to execute. They got to make the shots. They got to take advantage of opportunities. They got to play better on defense. I mean, that that first quarter was an embarrassment, and and you could just see the Rockets wanted it more. Rockets came out, played hard, and the Suns were going mm-hmm. through the motions again, thinking that a team like this is just gonna fold and. 
Reminder, they're they not built like that. This team's scrappy as hell. Yo, they got that Scottsdale Friday night boost, man. What <laughs> yeah. are you going to do? You're right. To be fair, though, like, yes, it's on the players, but this is like now this point of the season where the Suns still don't feel like they're running like a coherent offense and a lot of iso ball. And it just feels like the players, they don't know where to be. They don't know where to pass. And like that kind of piles up at this point of the season. And so it's just it, it all it all seems sloppy. Every well, single Sunday, part of they, it. They ran a beautiful offense against the Lakers. 32 assists. So that but that's never that's consistent. Why, but that, this is my thing. This is why I can't point at the coaches, because if the coach is, if you ran the system that the coach is asking you to run on Sunday, and you got thirty-two dimes, and then you come and you get what a thirteen and a, whatever the hell they got tonight. Um, yeah, sometimes you got to look at the players. The, the coach can't go out there and make you do it. The coach can tell you what to do, set up the you know. Listen, I I've done a I've done a deep enough dive on this offense. I know earlier in the year we were talking about Kevin Young this, Kevin Young that. I mean, Kevin Young runs a good offense, but you got to actually run the damn offense for it to work. And there's a lot of standing around. You, we talked about that. A lot of standing around. Plenty of times where you got a guy with the ball and you're like, okay, where's the rest of the offense? That's not on the coaches. That's on the players to actually execute it. So we'll see, though. Uh, you know, it's just a tough one tonight. Yeah. Uh, Psycho Blue sent us another one and they said something about these Texas teams facing AZ teams. Are the Dallas Stars going to end the Coyotes season? Is the Coyotes season not over already? <laughs> I mean, the Coyotes, Coyotes ended the Coyotes season for real. Are they like, still on that losing they lost, No, they won no, won't last they won't. They won't. Yeah. Okay, good. You know what's so funny is, is this is how it all goes down behind the scenes. Like we had a graphic made. Just in case they it was did. It's actually kind of a dumb mess, graphic. Like, too. Yeah, it was a pretty cool graphic. Just, just in, in case, case they did they set the record for the most losses of the season. And of course they won. Oh. Yeah. So we can use the graphic. So make a graphic about the Suns losing tomorrow. There yeah, you go. There you go. <laughs> Jackson sent us one. They said, call me petty, but we've lost many games because of refs. Uh, we've I mean, had rough situations in games, but I don't know that you could say we've lost yeah. the games I, entirely too. I will say tonight the refs were not great, but I don't think they were the reason why we lost. Now yeah. they missed some calls. Like, I don't know, That's an right. 85 foot travel. Yeah. All right. 85 step travel by Green. I, I just, how do you miss that in that moment? And, and, they, and, and the Suns were down game. by four. four yeah. Point game. Yeah. And so that, that kind of stuff you can't let slide. Also, like the refs overcorrected because of the chippiness, mm -hmm. but they overcorrected on the wrong team that wasn't instigating the chippiness. Yeah. And that's, that's BS. Like, so not only am I getting, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting trash talk to me. And then I'm also getting out physical because you're let, allowing this to happen. When I retaliate, now you're punishing me for that. Like, that's BS. Yeah. I didn't like that at Great. all. Eddie Mensa with a super chat, 499, 499. Uh, sign as a bouquet to a standard cut Eubanks if you have to. If Nurk gets in foul trouble, Eubanks is not enough, unfortunately. <sighs> yeah, it's not we'll gonna happen. Not gonna happen. It's, not gonna happen. it's, it's, it's yes, yeah, not reality. It's not gonna happen. Um, Travis sent us one, and they said, "Usually, got to get caught outside on non-circle." <laughs> Usually, got to get caught outside a non-circle K at three a.m. on the bad side of town to get whooped like that. Bill needs to step up for book. It's overdue. Uh, hey, man, don't throw shade at my friends over at Circle K. They said non-circle okay. K. It was defending Circle it was defending K. Circle oh, K. okay, good. Okay, good. At a non-Circle K. Okay, now yeah, I yeah. get it. 
Good job, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circle yeah, he knows, the spot. Travis is in the inner circle. He knows what's Travis up. Travis knows what's up. The inner circle is where you definitely want to be. Absolutely. And that's a brand new uh, membership program for Circle K. You can join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. You save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. You save three cents per gallon every day after that. And you can bump that up too as you become like VVIPs on the app as well. So... Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. You don't have to be losers like us because we all lost tonight on BetMGM Sportsbook app. Uh, None of us even came close. I don't feel like it was a pretty ugly night all the way around. But you could be a winner by entering promo code PHNX. And if you sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app using promo code PHNX. You can place your first wager uh, through the BitMGM Sportsbook mobile application for at least $5, and you will get $150 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now, listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Available in the U.S. Call eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine New York. Call one 5050 Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred Next Step Arizona. One eight hundred Bets Off Iowa. One eight hundred two seven zero seven one one seven for confidential help. Michigan. One eight hundred nine eight one zero zero two three Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Get right, stuffed, guys. Ontario. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Go ahead, one. You good. Um, <laughs> we're gonna come back to some super chats here in just a minute, but the last one we'll talk about is Trevor's. They said embarrassing L's on both Jersey retirement nights. Oh. Every time we induct somebody into the Ring of Honor this year, the Suns take a big old L, and it's a Cheeks Clinic out there, and it happened again tonight, and I'm super bummed for Amari Stoudemire, um, because this was a well-deserved accomplishment for him, and here's what he had to say about getting the call from Matt Ishbia and how it all went down. I was ecstatic. I mean, I was out getting ready to prepare for my son's birthday. And Matt called me and said, hey, we got some good news for you. And I immediately was like, this is the call. <laughs> and it was, um, it was a moment of like, just cherishing that time and that, that, that phone call. And I immediately called my children and said, hey, guess what? You know, your last name is gonna be immortalized. Um, it was a great moment. How meaningful is that to be able to celebrate with your family here and you know, be embraced by Suns fans and recognized in that way after you know, so long and retiring as a Nick and all of that in between. What better way to, to celebrate this moment, right, than with the fans, for the Sun organization, and my children, right? There's no better way to celebrate this moment. And I think tonight embodied that in its totality. Can we just real quick, I love his hat. <laughs> the minute we saw him in the tunnel at halftime, I was like, that's a dope hat. It did feel a little bit golden child Childish. The golden child. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, it feels like he went to the Himalayas to go find the golden child. Great movie. I, 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 I want the knife. I want the <laughs> knife. <laughs> no you know, know what that, that is? No. Great movie. Eddie Murphy. Please. But Please. I love it. I'm, I'm a big fan of the hat. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, movie, I like the I thought it was cool. Hey, listen, Stad, it was, you know, obviously a lot of people's favorite player. Um, the electricity he provided the fans mm-hmm. um, and just... I mean, I you know, you have great tandems in NBA history, and I would put uh, Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire right up there with some of the great tandems, uh, especially in the pick-and-roll game of all yeah. time. I mean, it was just – it was clockwork with those two. Um, and that was – listen, I, I, would, I, would, I would tell you as a Suns fan who was in the military and had to watch – 
from the other side of the country and watch these late night games in the playoffs with these guys, like no, I, I don't think any other team would have kept me up that late Yeah, because they were that exciting and I was willing to invest that kind of time to watch them play yeah. because they were just phenomenal. And, yeah. you know, props to him. And uh, it was so overdue, but I'm glad he got in the ring of honor. It's well-deserved. Yeah, I want to I want to give a shout out to Mar. He did some things that he said tonight, particularly in in that clip. Uh, first thing to your point, uh, I was blessed to be born in 1979, so I got to see a lot of good basketball. Got to see all the goats that people talk about, and for my money, Stockton Malone were the standard for the point guard, forward, pick and roll. Domination. Yeah, but we don't talk about those dudes. And I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> on 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 that level, the 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 best tandem after that was uh, Nash and Amari for my money. So they were at a Stockton Malone level. That's number one. Number two, I love in the clip how he said it was this. He was getting ready for his son's birthday, and he got a call from Matt, and he immediately looked at his kids and said, "This is the call." And to me, that insinuates that he's been waiting a long time for this call. Sounds like, you know, when you hear a retired player say, I got the call that I'm getting into the Hall of Fame, right? And and to get that call and for it to mean that much, for him to say this is the call, it's just a shame that it took so damn long. And and pettiness got in the way of putting this guy up there long, you know, mm-hmm. it, it took way too long. Um, and then the last thing I'll say about Amari, and I want to give Amari credit, is he talked about how this that Phoenix Suns team, seven seconds or less, changed the NBA. And it did. Changed the NBA forever. The style of play we see now, they are the original Dundatas of that shit. They're the reason why the game picked up. They're the white reason why the pace is the way it is. They're the reason why uh, we're enjoying the game of basketball the way it is right now. And credit to Amari because when he came into the league, he was just a dunker. His first couple years, he couldn't shoot. Amari was an athlete. He was a dunker. And then when he got microfracture surgery, he put the actual time in. And in that year came back with an ice cold mid range jumper that made him an all NBA first team selection. So good for him, man. Shout out for Amari. Yeah. Um, we also heard from Amari on Devin Booker and the text messages that he sent to book when he was younger, encouraging him and passing the torch. It's great. I mean, that's what, that's what the game is about. Passing the torch, right? And he's taking the torch and he's on another level in today's game. The way he plays the game of basketball with such poise and IQ, right? As a young player, you don't see that very often. Um, I think he's able to start the game in a way where he knows if he continues to play at a high level, he can be one of the greats. And that's the idea for any player that wants to compete at the highest level, you want to be one of the greats. He's on the right path. Mario, he was telling us that you know, when he was younger earlier in the league that you would send him texts of encouragement, even on nights where they were getting beaten, that he felt like no one was watching. What were your messages to him, and why was it important to you to kind of reach out to him in that way? Well, I think for me, it's, it's always about being able to encourage the next generation, right? I saw Devin when he first got drafted in his early career here in Phoenix, and I wanted to be you know, there for him if he needed any advice. Right, because I've seen it all. I've been persevered through a lot, and I've been able to accomplish, you know, at the highest level. So, 
a lot of times as young players, you need that type of you know, confirmation from players that have been there. And I felt like it was imperative for me to be the guy who would help him if he needed any help along the way. And of course, the fifth member of our squad, Gerald Bourget, will be joining us here shortly from the arena with more updates from Amari and his Ring of Honor ceremony. He's in, the, but he's in the green room right now. As we work on getting him ready, let me remind you guys that our friends over at Four Peaks have a brand new beer. And if you have not tried it, you are absolutely missing out. It is the Bad Birdie Juicy Golden Ale. It's a collab between Four Peaks and Bad Birdie. It's super drinkable and the perfect companion at the tea box or in your fridge. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. You can also check out Four Peaks on social media at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Now you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and we ask that you please drink responsibly. I don't, oh. Real quick, while we're talking about Four Peaks, I also wanted to remind you guys that our tea party is going to be happening here soon. It is March 23rd at 5 o'clock. by Four Peaks as well. So, you know, we're going to have some really bomb stuff happening out there. Drinks, merch, contest prizes. We're going to watch the Suns game. We're going to play a little golf. You, you can get your tickets at gophnx.com. You can partake in the three-point shootout. This is going to be a lot of bragging rights on the line. Don't miss Always. out. Get your tickets today. If you're a diehard, you also get a discount on your tickets as well. So make sure you take advantage of that. Speaking of discounts, there's a huge discount that you guys get Ooh, hooked up with just buddy. because you know us. That's pretty cool. 20% off at some boroughs. All you got to do is say promo code PHNX. Like I'm with PHNX. That's it. 20% off. Just like that. Boom. You're in the cool club. That's I just what it is. I love a discount. That's pretty dope. You can literally use them for life. You just like tell that. them. And if they don't, and if they look at you crazy, you'd be like, uh, I'm sorry you don't know what the game is, but it's PHNX. I got it right here. Yeah. So check them out. Go to some boroughs. 20% uh, off your order of up to $100 when you use promo code PHNX at checkout for the whole month of March. Available in restaurant drive through and when you order online not available on third party delivery which means you can't use DoorDash for it uh, so visit someburrows.com okay but real talk I love that they allow it in line That's awesome. like in the drive through and in person too because most of the time it's only for like online orders sometimes like I want to go sit in and enjoy the vibes of some burrows too though that's sometimes the best part I like I like I like so some burrows I love some burrows you guys all right it's time in the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to What's up, Gerald? We were talking about Amari Stoudemire and the Ring of Honor uh, celebration tonight before we brought you in. What was your favorite moment from the evening? Uh, the fact that it was the only good thing that happened in a night full of <laughs> catastrophe otherwise, pretty much. Um, no, I think my favorite moment from the ceremony, and this is a clip that I wanted to tweet out a little bit later, was um, him explaining the significance of his number 32 that was going up in the rafters. When you assign the numerical value, um, it means, and you combine three and two in Hebrew, it means lev, which translates to heart. And so he said, the biggest thing for me that you guys all saw when I played here is that I always played with heart. So when my jersey goes up, I want you to think that, you know, my heart is here in Phoenix and belongs to the state of Arizona. So I thought that was a really cool way to wrap up his speech and uh, much deserved, much delayed honor for him. Same thing with Sean Marion a couple months earlier. Um, so well-deserved kind of full circle moment for him, for sure. 
So let's go from the great to the not so great. Uh, sure. Obviously, we, we, we saw your update on Devin Booker, but can you provide any more details uh, behind the scenes as to what uh, may or may not be going on? Yeah, Royce O'Neal said it was just one of those kind of freak plays that happens. He said that Book kind of came down on his ankle and rolled it, and he caused him to roll his ankle as well. Uh, Royce's is not as serious, but Book's, thankfully, like I mentioned, it's uh, negative x-rays. Royce didn't have his ankle x-rayed at all, so that's a good sign. Um, Book, they're going to see how it responds overnight with the back-to-back. That's really tough timing against the Thunder team that just had their win streak snapped a couple of days ago and is probably pretty angry about that. So not ideal timing on that front. I personally would be surprised if he plays, but we'll just have to wait and see what the injury report shows. It was kind of concerning for me that he looked like he was in as much pain as he was in and how quickly he, you know, escorted himself off the court uh, to go back to the locker room. He, he knew his night was over. So hopefully it's not anything long-term and it's a day-to-day thing, but we'll find out more tomorrow. What, what about Nurk yeah. as well? Next brain sounds, <clears throat> sounds rough. Not ideal. Not great, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. You you look at the replay. He got whacked in the face by a Kogi kind of uh, going for a ball there. And it looked like it whacked him in the face. So the next brain thing is kind of odd. I'm not a doctor, but it was kind of a weird play. And, um, you know, thankfully he was evaluated for a concussion. And Vogel said it is just a next brain. So hopefully there's no other problems going on on the concussion side of things. Uh, but we'll have to see what his status is tomorrow. We know the Suns are 0-4 when he has missed a game this season, he's kind of been a secret ingredient to their success. So uh, especially if book is potentially out or hobbled tomorrow, Nurk being out would be really tough to overcome as well. I mean, that makes me feel better because I was worried about a concussion with that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the concussion thing, I'm glad it's ruled out, but the next brain thing kind of worries me when he, the fact that he got hit in the face and now I kind of see what I what I think probably happened. It looked like his neck might have jerked in a little bit, and that's how you get a sprain. But uh, let's talk about no book, potentially no book, no Nurkic tomorrow. How are you feeling about the fact that uh, this is a, a tough Thunder team and uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a tough schedule coming up, man? How do, how do you feel? What's your personal uh, feelings about potentially going into this stretch of games without those two guys? Uh, to paraphrase one of my favorite memes, not great, Bob. Like, it's not <laughs> going to be like that would have been a tough matchup for them and a real test with Devin Booker and Nurk available, especially with the way that they played tonight. Um, you know, Frank Vogel did mention that he felt like it's a good lesson for a team that has a lot of playoff experience individually, but not quite together to have this sort of baseball series against a team that when you beat them, they're going to have that kind of psychological edge to get even and get revenge the next night. He felt like they didn't respond well enough tonight, and that's a good lesson for them. Uh, Tomorrow, you know, like I said, the Thunder just had their win streak snap, so they're probably going to be hungry as well, and the Suns are going to be shorthanded most likely. Uh, We don't know that for sure yet, but if Book and or Nurk misses that game, they're, you know, everyone's going to be picking the Thunder to win that game. So it is a game where you kind of have nothing to lose and need to come out with more of an edge than he showed tonight for sure. Yeah. Gerald, what was the biggest disappointment for you in this game just from like the on-court play, not the injuries or things like that? I think it was – I don't even know if it was an on-court thing that disappointed me the most. I think the most disappointing thing was that – this team continues to have problems just keep getting its guys on the floor. Like 
we continue to talk about how it looks good and it looks like it could lead in the right direction when all of their guys are healthy. We still haven't seen the full roster since Royce O'Neal's been added. Um, and in the first game, we get Bradley Beal back. He gets ejected and Book gets hurt and Royce O'Neal is hobbled and Nurkic goes out in the first half. Like, it was just one thing after another. I think they didn't come out with the right intensity at all. That first quarter was awful. And it was basically the inverse of the last game that they played when, you know, the Suns held Houston, I think, 17 points on like 30% shooting. They were great to start that game, terrible to start this one. So that was kind of my most disappointing thing is just not coming out with the right intensity and putting away a team that you should beat um, but has every reason to want to get even with you. This roster is fractured because it can never heal is what it feels like. And it's every single <laughs> yeah. game. There's something else that's happened. And I feel like that's the only consistent part of this season. So that's why, you know, honestly, when everybody, you know, we've all said it, you know, win the big three, win the big three, win the big three. I honestly, I'm at the point now we only got 22 games left. Like just, just, we just got to move on. Like mm -hmm. we just, I feel like when one comes back, another one goes out. And that's exactly what just happened tonight. So hopefully Book can come back healthy soon uh, because, I mean, this is not an easy stretch right now. Yeah. And, and we do – I wanted to provide this clarification. I'm sure you guys already talked about Bradley Beal's ejection, but uh, Dwayne Rankin was the pool reporter for the NBA tonight, and he got clarification on that sequence. So Beal got his first technical foul – for the physical taunt with kind of bopping him on the head with the basketball there, uh, which objective, objectively funny, probably not a good idea, but objectively funny. Uh, he got the second one for the shove, obviously, when they were kind of playing hands there. Um, Green got his technical foul for the shove. And then he was the pool report was also asking, was Green in the proper defensive position? Because I think the whole issue why Beal bopped him was because he was standing over the line and normally the officials are supposed to separate that. So there aren't those types of incidents. Um, and the pool report just said, yes, he was in the proper defensive position. So not exactly owning their lack of um, foresight on that play, I guess. Yeah. They didn't have a good night, the refs. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> last one for me, G. I mean, this was, this was a tough game across the board. I, I'm with you. Um, I'm not, so focused on the end result and score as much as I am the the injury issues that we've come uh, that that we've encountered after this game, but I will say this: uh, we we saw a very uncharacteristic game from Grayson Allen today. Um, it just it just wasn't what we normally used to seeing from Grayson, and and I've said it before: Grayson's one of the guys I trust most on this basketball team. Um, did Frank or any of you guys? Did you get to talk to Frank or maybe even Grayson about uh, what didn't feel right tonight or or anything of that nature? Not really, but it is one of those things where when you are leading the league in three point percentage and having one of the best shooting seasons in NBA history for a guy that's taking at least five attempts per game, there's bound to be at some point some regression to the mean. I think we've seen that a couple of times over the last few weeks. I know against the Pistons right before the break, he kind of had a rough shooting night. I think he had another one a couple of nights ago, and then tonight was just bad all around, and it felt like it kind of took him out of his game. There were a couple of questionable plays, like turnovers and bad decisions from him. It felt like it was kind of a mental thing for him tonight. So. Hopefully next game he'll see a couple drop early and be able to kind of shake that thing off. I wouldn't worry about him too much, but I do think when you're shooting, you know, 48% from three for most of the season, you're bound to have a couple of nights like these after the break at some point. Yeah. 
All right, Leo sent us a super chat and they said tonight's been really rough, but can we at least know what book's favorite flavor of ice cream is? Oh, yeah. Wait, what's, what's the plan here? Because I feel like this deserves some type of a rollout. Okay. I don't know. Am I tripping? Yeah, you are. We're just gonna. I mean, after I, an it L has been teased Rockets? for like four or five days. Yeah, at this I don't. Point. I mean, what are we um, waiting for? It's been teased for like two days. You haven't been here. I literally was watching the show when he said it. Two days without two you days. feels like a week. So there you go. <laughs> was that a compliment? Was I a think compliment. it was a compliment. Was a compliment. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> so okay, we're just. Well, why gonna, don't, what, what, we're gonna share right why now. Why don't you guys? Why don't you guys place your bets first, and then I'll tell you what it is. Uh, like I'm gonna right say now. chocolate chip cookie dough. I'm gonna say okay. strawberry. Okay. No. No, book is Mint not a chip. strawberry guy. Mint chip. What, what? Okay. Butter pecan. Okay. All right. So Devin Booker's favorite flavor of ice cream, and this is the investigative reporting that you guys are paying me for, is mint chocolate chip. Ooh. Let's go. Lizzy with the <laughs> win. Let's go. Okay. I just want you to know that I was. I pulled him aside while we were walking into the media room to ask him this question and had to, in a span of like 12 seconds, sum up this stupid Reddit post and get to the point. He probably thought I was a crazy person, but he was like, he was smiling. He was like, yeah, it's mint chocolate chip. That's what it is. <laughs> Had he heard about that Reddit post at all? Nobody sent it to him? I don't know if he did. He did laugh when I said, and the girl is like, I like my boyfriend, but he talks about Devin Booker too much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my All God. Right. Honestly, though, regardless if that was real or fake, that Reddit post, because I know everyone was like, it's a fake Reddit post. I took a lot mm -hmm. of enjoyment out of it. I thought it was, it was hilarious. Fun. It was fun. It and was I'm just fun. glad that we all finally know. Well, we took a lot go. of enjoyment with you on the show, Gerald. We appreciate you very much. Thank you for your good rewarding. And we'll see you at another Dune 2 showing, apparently, tomorrow, maybe. Bye, <laughs> Probably not. <Gerald. laughs> Thanks, guys. Later, G. All right, a couple of super chats here. A couple. We got a couple hundred. Shioban sent us one, and shout out to all of you guys for sending yes, them thank in. thank you guys. Said they have to work on free throws, three ball attempts, and turnovers and practices. <laughs> they have to take care of the ball. The turnovers make me crazy. Professionalism, too. I mean, basically, they work on everything. Yes. That's a lot. Everything. D-Nice, D-Nice Sandoval, 499, said the tie overwhelmings. Uh, overwhelmings for the Suns, especially with Book and Durant, is because there is too much one-on-one -on -one basketball and a lack of offensive system. Um, hmm. I mean, I, I get what you're trying to say. I mean, they struggle when they play isolation basketball. When the ball's moving around and whipping around and playing as a team, they're, they're better. But when they get stagnant and play one-on-one, -on -one, they're bad. I didn't feel like they were really – Isoing so much. Not tonight. tonight. No. Not tonight. I'm speaking in general yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shaban, 199 Super Chat. Agree, Saul. We all got neck sprains. <laughs> yeah, we do. I, that's why I'm always going like this. Fuck. Same. When I wake up and I do a little I crack my neck so a million times yeah, a it's probably a terrible damn habit. day. Michael sent us one and they said, just my luck. I got tickets for Tuesday's game. Well, well, at least you don't have tickets for tomorrow's game because we are undefeated and we're beating the Thunder tomorrow. We have never lost a takeover. We have not. And it's not going to start tomorrow, damn Fingers it. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, touch metal, whatever your thing over your is. shoulder. Um, tomorrow's takeover is going to be a blast. It is. Uh, Don Davies sent us another one. Shout out to you, Don, for hooking up with all the super chats tonight. They said, I've got the perfect way to get through this stretch. Flex needs to bet against the sun so we get a guaranteed win every time. Problem solved. <laughs> 
Done. Listen, they can't Done. hurt. It can't hurt. It can't hurt. It can't Done. Hurt. Done. <laughs> Going forward, starting tomorrow. Every there next twenty-two, sons will lose. Come back and win. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be tough. Tim from Phoenix sent <laughs> us one. Tim said the new angle of that book injury didn't look that bad. Hopefully, he doesn't miss more than a game or two. Gonna miss y'all to take over. It would be so. Sons to lose to Houston and beat OKC on a back to back. It really would be so, Sons. And Tim, it's too bad you're not coming to the takeover. He's, I know. He's come to several. Uh, we have some new people that have hit me up in the DMs that are coming to the takeover tomorrow. Oh, nice. Can't wait to meet you guys. It's going to be a fun time. We eat tons of food over here at the Desmond. And if you haven't come to the takeover, well, you're going to have to wait till next season because tomorrow's the last one of the year. So it's going to be a a blast. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be a so, great yeah. time. Just don't invite Josh Akogi to the takeover. He might hurt somebody. Damn. Man. My man Damn. Josh, man. Godly. Josh. I'm I'm joking, Josh. I like you, dog. Josh is a cool dude. No, he Josh is a, a Josh is great. I just don't want to play basketball with him. Yeah. Flexors can't afford to get injured again, man. <laughs> this is true. He might throw his back out if Josh I'm walks serious. around. Him. If Josh walk in that takeover, I back spasm right away. Something's gonna happen. You just go fall off yeah, the stool. Boom. Ah. Yeah, Get yeah. that shoulder flex, boom. Oh, damn. <laughs> flex out for the yeah. season. Yeah. Maze Devil 18. 499 Super Chat. Thank you, Maze Devil. I think that's the first one. I'm not sure. Paven Smith. No, it's not. Landry Shamit. And now Drew Eubanks. You can kill the man, but not the idea. Oh, no. Listen, it is going to be very, very hard. And I've gotten this all year about everybody asking me who's going to be the next Landry. Who's going to be Saul's Landry? There is not a Saul. I don't have a Landry on this team. I, I like everybody on this team. Um, I don't think, you know, I, obviously there's some deficiencies with some players, but nobody, <laughs> and I do mean nobody, will ever, ever, ever be able to touch the legacy <laughs> of Landry Shamit, people. It just will never happen. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I probably will never experiencing experience anything like it again. It was a once-in-a-lifetime uh, misfortune that oh, I no. very much look to avoid from now until the end of time. What's that? Yo, what's that app where you get like the athletes to send them? They do a message for Cameos. you. Cameo. Cameo. Uh -huh. <laughs> Don't you fucking do That's it. That's a good idea, no, Flex. No. I won't. I won't. That's I'm a good, good idea. idea. Do it. You can't do that. You can't Happy birthday. I love you, Saul Bookman <laughs> on Cameo. So I'm going to do it. Lee Gibson, Saul. Landry is right next to you. <laughs> Yo, stop. <laughs> Y'all, y'all done that a couple times this year, man. <laughs> Come on, Wait, man. Do we already have a side by side? They of do. Look, you see this guy. <laughs> Shoot. Come on, man. I need a little bit. The calls That's are coming rough, from inside man. the house. Let's, let's, come on, man. Yo, E, Holy man. Shit, that looks just like Yo, Eric, man. <laughs> Listen, brother, I love you, but I'm the producer of the show, and this is incredible content. Yo, I can't lie. That, listen, that Dude. particular picture. Holy shit. I see That's it. literally you. Oh, oh, man. You got to throw on the Wizards jersey now. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop, man. Oh my goodness! Yo, I, I oh listen. I think that's just the perfect picture. It is the perfect because picture. if you look For at sure. Landry, I look nothing like him, but damn, that one does. Oh my <laughs> the sunglasses too. This also, this is why for y'all on the audio, got, you got to watch the you show every now and then. This is uh, this yeah. is this, this is, is gold. This is one of that's the ones you got to come watch. That made my night. I love how he's flexing the jersey too. Like the Wizards <laughs> are some fucking good team. 
It's not his fault. You know the photographer made him do that. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. no, they made him oh do that. shit, $40 million for this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> real quick, oh, before we get out of here, I do want to go back to the mint chocolate chip thing real quick one time. Let it go, um, No, because I don't think we gave it enough love. That's why, that's why I do want to do it tonight. But anyway... How do you guys feel about mint chip? Because it's a very I hate polarizing it. ice cream. I hate it. I don't mint like chip? it personally. It's it nasty. is actually very polarizing ice cream. I think it's cream. nasty as hell. My mint wife. Chocolate chip mint ice chocolate cream. chip oh, ice cream. Oh, mint chocolate chip? I oh, think yeah. people I either like, love it mint chip or they different? I hate I it. I hate it. My wife loves it. I've had it. to stop at the Circle K down the street to get a tub of mint chocolate chip on the way home for It's her. not like... It I think it's like fucking thick. terrible. Yes, yes. I don't hate it's it. terrible. I don't hate but it, but I, I don't, don't love like it. it. I like it. The only mint chip like treat I like are those Andes things that you used to get yeah. from Olive Garden. That's exactly what this tastes like. No, they're not the same. I think I've seen Salt eat mint chocolate chip ice cream in this office. No, that was pistachio. Oh, okay. I, it was green. My bad. And My bad. I am I'm, I'm a little embarrassed that no I had to say pistachio chip. now because now everybody's going to feel like I'm like some 75-year-old man. No, pistachio, pistachio ice cream has popped off. Recently. Has it? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. You're just a trendsetter. Cool. I mean, that's, yes. that's what I do. That's it's, what I do. It's very like in. Yeah. 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 Oh, the chat is on fire right what now you, about what are they oh, lots of it's Toothpaste awful and a lot of it's good. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, it's no, so polarizing. No, I, I, don't, I don't like it. Yeah, it, it does taste like like damn toothpaste with chocolate chips in it. it does. Chris, one of our uh, yeah. most loyal diehards, says, "Love mint chip. Don't need the green dye, though." That's fair. Well, then it's not mint chip. Obviously, <laughs> can't have a green. white mint chip. There's no white mint. What is that? What's the What's the chocolate with the mint in it that everybody the Andes. the Andes? You like those? That's the only one that I like. See, I don't like. But those like, are... even those the mints that are chocolate mint, yeah. the green and brown ones yeah. instead of the white and red ones. I'm not mm -hmm. a huge fan of those. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I just don't like mint yeah. in general. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I just don't Arizonian like mint. mint choco or go F Y M. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh wow! All right. Pistachio. I mean... No thanks. DL, come on, man. I've never had pistachio ice cream. DL way. in the chat saying, saw eating pistachio while filling out his AARP application. <laughs> low, key, low key, I feel like if there was an old person ice cream, oh, I'm not trying to throw shade at you. It's not pistachio, it's the butter. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, no, oh, butter pecan is fire. Don't hate it. It's not a pecan. I'm not saying it's not good, but I've never met an old person who didn't love butter pecan ice cream. Okay. It's true. My dad's favorite. I mean, that's why like, I guess it's, it's my thing. I'm yeah. not saying it's bad. I'm just saying every old person loves oh, butter pecan man, ice cream. I, I love butter pecan. I don't know. Yeah. The only reason why Andy's butter is pecan good. Butter pecan Regan. I will say this. Andy's, eh, it's all right. I, it's weird that I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of Andy's. But if you freeze them, 10 times better. No. The only reason why Andy's is good is because you get it after you eat your Olive Garden. You need something to wash away that oh. shitty taste. Hey, now. <laughs> Oh, Olive we big Garden. Olive Garden fans here? I Guys, let's been... be careful. Presenting sponsors oh, makes yeah, it not good. I actually love Olive Garden. Garden. <laughs> I like Olive Garden, but I don't I like the little stupid mints after. I have been to an Olive Garden in so long, like years. I went twice, I think, in the last like two months, and both times had a great outing. The only thing I like about Fantastic. Olive Garden is the unlimited Super salad nostalgic. and then the breadsticks because you got to oh. take the and butter. And they still hit. I, I, they stole, still hit. I stole Post Malone's idea where you like scoop the butter and put it on the breadstick and eat it like just a fat boy. Yeah. Oh man. So you know awesome. my problem say, is when I go to Olive Garden I order my food and all I do is eat the breadsticks and the salad. That's the best part. 
And then the food then fucking comes, and I'm like, the next meal. that's true. That's I, I usually take part. it home because I eat so many of them damn breasts. I don't know. I haven't been, like I said, I hadn't been in years. I went twice recently, and both times I had a great time. So, okay. Maybe give it a shot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, somebody, Chase said, if you eat at Olive Garden, you definitely have an AARP card. <laughs> <laughs> well, then where's all my discounts? I don't, I don't eat at Olive Garden. My wife where's does, Where's all my though. discounts? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate we you. We hope we lighten the mood a little bit for yes. us. A little bit. A little Please. bit towards the end. Can I plug something real quick? Sure, go ahead. I just put up on our YouTube channel, which you should definitely subscribe to and leave a like on this video, uh, Amari's full press conference and media availability from post game, where he speaks on some of the clips that we had showed and being honored by the sun. So go check that out once you're done here. Yes. Sweet. There you go. All right. Great Thank job. you all for hanging out with us. A quick housekeeping update. Since we will have a takeover tomorrow, we'll be going to the game and hanging out and doing pregame festivities at the Desmond. We will not have a pregame show, but we will have a postgame yes. show. So just so you guys know. Also, Caesar in the chat sent us a super chat real quick and said, chocolate chip cookie dough over everything. Honestly, I love chocolate chip Oh, yeah. Dough. that's uh, yeah. It's such a classic. Yeah. So... I like that choice. Priscilla Gomez, uh, she says, Saul, don't throw your wife under the Olive Garden bus. <laughs> Listen, what my wife wants, she gets. That's all <laughs> happy I'm Happy wife, say. happy life. Happy that's wife, why happy they're, life. That's yeah. why this saying exists. What's yeah. the, what's okay. the phrase for the husbands? What's the we phrase for the dads? One, you don't though. get one, bro. I don't get, we, my, I don't have an anniversary. Don't be bad. End go the get show dad. before you guys get in trouble. That? Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to get beat down when I get home. <laughs> yeah, I had a rough night, man. <laughs> I'm parking out tonight, man. <laughs> Smart. Good call. Thank All you guys right. for hanging out with us. Don't forget to follow the show on social at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. Flex, you want to take us home? No, I don't. Saul? I can do it. You yeah. take us home? Hey, listen, the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar it'll come out tomorrow. Okay. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs>